0: People pleasers, where you at? Yeah, I know you're out there, out there pleasing people. <laughs> right now, you're literally pleasing somebody. You're pleasing me by being here, so thank you for that, by the way. What, what, what do you do? What do you do? Because I know it affects your life, and, and it really makes it some days and some situations really hard. So Leah, our therapist friend, coming in here to help reform our people pleasers today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy
1: not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy
0: Podcast. Welcome to Certified Mama's Boy Podcast, everybody. I am Steve Kramer, retired Steve Kramer. Glad that you're here. In case you are new, we have, we put on this podcast every day. It's me and my mom. And we have three principles. It's live, laugh, love your mom. We live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Well, first and foremost, happy birthday.
1: Oh, thank to- you, honey.
0: Today is my mom's uh, 69th birthday.
1: Amazing.
0: It's crazy, right?
1: It's so crazy. How can it be?
0: I don't know. You tell me. Oh, it's so crazy. The one thing that, and we'll talk about the wedding here in a second, but uh, the one thing that's so strange to me is that I only see my family like in increments, right? So yeah. like I... Some of the family that I saw at the wedding, I hadn't seen in, like, y- hell years. Right. Um, probably since my wedding, actually. You know, I can't think <laughs> the last time I saw Susie and... Mm-hmm. Um, Alan. Uh, uh-huh. Alan and, yeah. um,
1: uh, Jack and Janine. Janine
0: and Jack uh-huh. and all. I can't... I honestly can't remember the last time I saw That's That's, like, some of my cousins from my dad's side. Uh-huh. Um, can't remember the last time I saw them. Probably, honestly, my own wedding. So, 10 years ago. <laughs> um, but it's funny because I don't realize how much older I'm getting until I go back to things like that. Because <laughs> all of them have kids... And like oh, their kids yeah. are like thirty years old now or something, and I'm like, <laughs> <I know>. what? <laughs> like they were like <laughs> toddlers.
1: How about seeing Stort and John Allen? Yeah,
0: like Maggie's little baby friend, <laughs> who, like was friends with. Uh, she was friends. with like one of our neighbors from down uh-huh. the street. Who uh-huh. I I don't think I've seen literally, I, you know, since. I mean, he couldn't hit puberty for sure. I mean, it was Uh -uh. way before then. He's probably five last time I saw him.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) And then he came up to me, grown ass man, like, hello, Steven. I'm like, oh my God, what? (laughs) He's like, I got a ten-year-old child now. I'm like, what? Like you were a ten year old child last time I saw you. How is this possible? (laughs) Exactly. I don't understand. (laughs) But it's weird, like it's moments like that where I start to realize that like Wow, like we're getting older, and then my mom, you know, my mom's turning sixty-nine today, sixty-nine <laughs> years old, which is like, what? How do I have a sixty-nine-year-old mom? That's just I know, wild to me. I know,
1: honestly, I feel like I'm thirty-nine.
0: Really? Well, I really do. I really I how do. I feel I, then. I, I, I feel. Just about, feel sp- I feel like sixty-nine. So I don't know how in the world.
1: <laughs> Someone we'll
0: just is swap. Be. Yeah. I feel like we <laughs> traded. Um, all right, give me some wisdom for sixty-nine years old. One piece of. Oh. If one piece of advice you wish you could give into your thirty-eight-year-old self, what would it be?
1: Oh, be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Because that's about the time I was discovering how important that was. Yeah, honestly, it, it's an interesting yeah. time of life in your late thirties, early forties. Yeah, just like you're saying, you start to appreciate different things in life. Yeah, because you have a history to look back on, right? And you can see the good, the bad, and the ugly a little clearer than you could say in your twenties.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so it's a wonderful time of reflection, really, and a tremendous amount of growth. Yeah. I mean, I feel like my my whole life changed from my late forties and I mean my late thirties until my early forties.
0: Right. Yeah. And in now here you are.
1: Now here I am. Look at in you. In my late sixties. 69. Oh it's crazy. It's so insane. What your mom
0: would have done to, to live to be 69, oh, you know? Oh,
1: yeah. I think of that a lot. Yeah. I think of that a lot.
0: My
2: mom's, a lot. Um,
0: how old was your mom when, when she passed away? Uh, she was 47. That's so young, you know? Yeah. So I'm sure she'd be very proud of you and all that you've accomplished. No.
1: Well, I would only hope so. I've done my best. That's all I can say. You've done
0: pretty good. I'll (laughs) tell you, too. Well, it's a happy birthday. I love you very much. You know that.
1: Thank you, honey. I Um, do know that. And I can't wait to celebrate it with you in Baltimore.
0: I know. My mom will be in town on Friday, um, which is – I'm hopefully by then I'll be rested. I just landed this morning. Uh, It was kind of like an in and out (laughs) of Atlanta. We we got in late on – Late Friday, and then I was there for one full day and then flew out early on Sunday to get back yeah. up here so I can kind of get ready for the week. Um, I will tell you, out of all the comments on my Instagram from the wedding, what do you think the number one comment was from everything that I posted on my Instagram from the wedding? Can you, can, and it had to do with you. Oh. Out of every, not not Maggie, not her, her big day, none of that. What do you think that the number one comment that you think I got about the wedding was on Instagram. I can't even imagine. It was about your dress. Oh. I got more comments about about your outfit <laughs> for the wedding than anything else. You I are kidding. You. I promise you. Oh. I had this really pretty dress on. And honestly, I was a little I was a little concerned at first because it was it's like a black dress, right?
1: It's navy. Dark Is navy. Is it navy? Blue.
0: Okay. It's, yes. it's very dark navy. It's not yes. like a light navy. It's like yes. dark. Like, it's I, dark. If you had to tell me that it was navy, then yeah, that's how dark been it was. Black. Right. Yes. Uh, so at the first, I was like, I don't know if it really fits into a wedding. You know, it's a little dark. Um, <laughs> but then, uh, the, yeah, I will tell you what, a ton, I mean, it great on you, but uh ton yeah. of comments on my Insta stories. Oh my God, Aww. look at your mom. Your mom looks fantastic. That dress is beautiful, blah, blah, blah. Aww. All about your dress. So I think your dress actually stole the show. Who cares about Maggie? <laughs> <laughs> like, I got very few comments. Actually, my sister's in her wedding. It was all about you and uh, your dress.
1: Oh, my goodness. You know, it's so funny how things have changed like that. Like, like I don't know how many years ago, maybe 10 years ago, you would have never worn a dark color to a wedding, nope. only to a funeral. Yep. But now you can wear any color you want to a funeral or you can nope. wear any color you want to a wedding. It doesn't matter. And I had one person um, comment about it's black tie. So it was black tie optional. Yeah. And she wanted to know if that meant all the women were supposed to wear black dresses.
0: You're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. It's fun. Um, Yeah, but it was, so the wedding overall, I think was, it was really good. I got to be honest. And you know me, I'm always going to be 100% honest about everything.
1: Yeah, for better or worse. For
0: better or worse, here it comes. (laughs) I didn't get the same feeling that I got the first wedding. Yeah. It just kind of felt like we'd already done it. To be honest with you, it was a little bit like, okay, we've been here. We've done that. Like, it was still a great party. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everything went off, well, kind of without a hitch. I would say with, except one big error that was made on kind of my behalf. Um, everything kind of went off without a hitch. Can you think of anything else, Mom, that went wrong with the wedding? Because th- well, the band was late.
1: Yeah, the band was late. There was a little problem with the shuttle bus. Oh, yeah. You know, the shuttle bus didn't pro-
0: show up. or So they left early and like left half the people behind. Well,
1: we thought they left early. Truth be known, they did not leave early. The guests were late. Uh-oh. The ones that complained um, were late well, for the bus. What so,
0: side, which side of the family was that on, by the way? I need to know who's so. who. Who just got not, the error? <laughs> just not saying. We just want Okay, to say, that means but, it's theirs. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll say that's That's personally how I felt. It was beautiful. Don't get me wrong; yes. it was beautiful. Uh, but did did you feel? Did you feel like we had already done it before? Did you kind of yeah. feel like we had, like like it didn't have the same? Because you know, I came back from the first wedding and I was like, "Wow, that was like it's really special." My sister; she's married and everything. Mm-hmm. This one, I just kind of felt like. All right, like we've we've done it, we've done this before. Did yeah. you get that feeling too, or no?
1: Well, you know, it's funny. Several of us have had that conversation, and I believe, honestly, Maggie liked the first one best. Yeah. Um, but I think, in general, this is this is my feeling um, that I love them both for different reasons. I loved March because of the reason you just said. There were twenty of us. Yeah. It was COVID right you know but we could feel safe with our small group
0: listen to your voice by the way i need, i got to oh. comment on your voice uh the oh. music was insanely loud last night oh did Ins- you feel like it was insanely, insanely loud,
1: loud. cuz i have yes. sensitive
0: ears you know so i had to stand outside <gasps> for half the time because it was just so incredibly loud i couldn't stand it and you but, know
1: aunt your brother-in-law yeah um ask them to turn the music down No, they, they weren't turning nothing they down they said they did they didn't <laughs> yeah, they did.
0: It was so, it was so, like, my I'm having ear troubles today because it was so loud um, in there. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. It's I fine. I had to
1: yell all night long. Yeah.
0: So that's why <laughs> I think most people's voices today are probably, mine even is a little, I can tell, a little, like, on the <laughs> side. Yeah. It um, sounds like
1: a hangover voice, but it's yeah. not.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. So, so back to the wedding. So so you felt yeah. like.
1: So I felt like in, in March, I loved it because it was so intimate and so small and so special. And we didn't know John's family. Remember
0: That's true. And
1: so it gave us a chance to get to know them. Yeah. And this time, of course, we did know them, so we could enjoy them more, and we could include all of their family and friends. Yeah. Which is what Maggie and John have always, always wanted. So that was important. So I I tell you, I met, you know, we had about 170 people there. Yeah, and I met tons of people that I loved, and I have not a clue what their name is. How they're <laughs> Right. because we couldn't hear each other talk. Yeah. so the music was so loud, it was so loud. Oh well, my gosh!
0: Um, w- I, I will say so. I, this is my one piece of advice coming out of, of my sister's second wedding. If you have this, is, and from someone that doesn't like weddings, right? Like I'm not. I'm not a wedding guy. <laughs> I Never have been. Yeah. Um, I. If you have a chance to have a small intimate wedding, it's it's extremely special. It I is. really thoroughly enjoyed myself yes. at Maggie's first wedding. Not yes. that I didn't enjoy myself this time, but yeah. it wasn't the same. It wasn't yeah. the same experience as it was. And I don't know if that's coming from an introvert or what, but I really mm-hmm. felt as much as like I almost felt like the first one was going to be a waste. Mm-hmm. It was totally, totally worth it. Right. So it that was, was that was good. So were you were you privyed on the whole Winnie Get Out situation, Mom? Did you hear the story? <laughs> You know, I
1: think I have it all now, but at the time, you know, we were in the bride's room and somebody came in and I was changing my clothes again. You know, I went through four outfits that day. Yeah. Um, And somebody came in and said, when when he got lost. Yeah. I was like, oh my God.
0: Now. Let me let me set the scene for you here because this this really could have effed up everything. There was a what? high potential for effing the whole wedding up at this point because if this would have gone as bad as it could have, uh-huh. it really would have been a really poor situation it to have to have. had it to figure have. out right before the wedding. Yes. So I'm I I got back, I had went to get some food and came back and took a nap. And um I had about 20 minutes. To, after my nap to get ready for the just to you know i, I had to do a shower my tux on, do my hair it's fine i was timed out no time. no big deal right this is yeah this is this is uh 3 30 we were supposed to be up at the little area of the whatever the, the lodge. wedding lodge mm-hmm. yeah yeah to get pictures taken right mm-hmm. so about three o'clock maybe 305 my mom comes in the house And like, mom, to be honest, you were completely spaced out. Like, I don't know where your brain was, but it wasn't on me or anything else was going on in that room. I thought maybe you were drunk. I didn't know. You were just, you were just, you were all over the place. I was. So
1: I I was. I'll tell you why. Maggie had wanted me to come back down. I had to meet the wedding planner at 2.30 because I had a lot of things for the wedding in my car. Okay, So I had to run those up there to her. And then Maggie had wanted me to come back down because the photographer was coming at 2.30 to the cottage to take a picture of all the bridesmaids getting ready. And she wanted me to be a part of that. And I was like, I can't be at two places at one time. And I was trying to figure out where am I going? What am I doing? I didn't make the photo shoot, but Maggie said it was fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So my mom's just all over the place, right? So I'm like, I'm kind of pissed too, because they changed... And like my brother was like, hey, it's going to be at 3.30, so we're leaving at 3.20. At 3 o'clock, he knocks on my door. I just woke up from my nap, and he was like, hey, you ready to go? we got to leave at 3. And I was like, <laughs> you literally, literally, you're the last human I talked to before I walked in here at 2.15. <gasps> and you told me we're leaving at 3.20. And now you're acting confused. I'm not ready at 3. I was I was, I was, was just kind of like pissed because <laughs> the schedule all over the place, whatever. Uh-huh. So I, my mom needed me to open the door or whatever. I, I go open the door. I go back in my room to go get ready, right? Mm-hmm. 20 minutes later, I walk out and I'm like, Hmm, the door's open. My mom had left the door, the front door. I, I guess he didn't close it all the way or whatever, uh-huh, but uh-huh. the door was like probably a foot or two, probably a foot open. Okay. Uh-huh. And I was like, Oh no, because my brother's dog, Winnie, who was like, um, just think of her as like a, um, maybe like a golden retriever.
1: Yeah. She's part golden retriever and part border collie.
0: Yeah. So just think, like, just think Gordon Re- Golden Retriever, like, size, okay? Yeah. Winnie's not, I'm like, Winnie could have gotten out. Yeah. Because she was staying in, in, the, in the condo with us. And I was like, oh, no. So then I run around the house. I'm kind of looking for Winnie. I'm like, Winnie, Winnie, where's Winnie? Where's Winnie? You know, um, check the rooms. Don't see Winnie anywhere. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Winnie, my brother's dog, has escaped 10 minutes before <laughs> the family photo shoot. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I I don't know what to do. And I don't want to add more stress. So mm-hmm. I call my brother, doesn't answer. Call my brother twice, doesn't answer. In the meantime, I'm like, I'm like kind of running around the outside of this condo. yelling, Like <laughs> Winnie, like, hello, Winnie, Winnie, and we're Winnie. On,
1: I don't know how many acres that place is. Probably, hundred. Oh, probably, like maybe. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's, it's a massive, right? It's, it is mostly woods and like, yes. But yes. like paths that lead all kinds of ways. Yes. There's hunting grounds out there. Yes. Okay, yes. there's literally, and just to, to put this in, in South Georgia perspective for you, literally as we're walking into the the wedding, there's gunshots in the background because <laughs> it's like hunting season, I guess, or something. No, I don't they
1: know. have clay shooting there.
0: Whatever. There's gunshots in the background. <laughs> like, all right, it's about as Georgia as it gets, right? <laughs> the full experience of the South. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, um so I'm like, I'm like, oh no, like, where, where is this dog? So Brian doesn't answer. So then I have to send a, a text to the family text group. I'm like, hey, I need, I don't know where Brian or Aunt, that's his husband, are, but they, they need to call me asap. I obviously didn't want to say Winnie got out because I didn't want to freak the family out. They had uh-huh, enough going we're on. We
1: been hysterical.
0: So I was like, I need them to call me like, like wherever they are. I'm sure one of you're with them. They need to call me asap. Like three minutes later, my brother calls me like, hey, listen, the door, my mom left the door open. Winnie's out. I'm gonna. I'm hopping in the car now to go drive all over this damn, you know, sh- farmland. <laughs> this damn gunshots in the background. Um, to go find this dog, right? So I'm flying. I fly down to the entrance of the place. Cause my thought is, I'm like, I always. That's what I always do. If there's ever a lost dog, I always head to the road first because yes. like the major road. Because obviously, I, if they're headed that way, I want to be able to stop them from heading like the main drag. Oh, right. Right. My brother's like, oh my God, you know, he's like trying to figure it out. My brother's husband and we were all like, we're driving all over this damn farmland. You <laughs> Winnie, Winnie, like, where's Winnie? Um, my brother decides to go back up to the check-in area, reception area. Well, not reception, but uh, what, do you, what do you call it when you walk into a place? Like a reception yeah. desk? What do you call yeah, that? Yeah.
1: Reception desk. <laughs>
0: uh, and asking if she's there and they're like, I don't know. I haven't, we haven't heard of a dog being out here yet. And, He's like, okay. So he heads back over to the, uh, the condo. And this is like about 15 minutes later of us like driving 20 minutes later. And I keep in mind, it's already, you know, it's now 345, 15 minutes past family photo shoot and bridesmaids <laughs> and all that shit. And we can't find Winnie. I get a call from my brother. He said, Hey, Winnie's sitting right here, Like, <laughs> Winnie's literally sitting right here in the middle of the condo, the first <laughs> time he'd actually been back in there. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way. There's no way, like I searched that condo up and down. There's no way that Winnie's gonna be left in that condo. Oh, um. God. So uh, the only thing that we can assume happened because when my mom came down, you also opened that door for the um because the-, the way this this condo mm-hmm. set up is it's like a four bedroom condo. It's almost like four hotel rooms with like a center living area, mm-hmm. right? That everybody mm-hmm. kind of go out to, right. but. The, con- the wedding planner was staying in one of the hotel rooms. Right. And you had left the door open for them. Yes,
1: for her because she couldn't get in. There was something wrong with the lock.
0: And that was the room that um, Winnie was found in, right? Mm hmm. So the only thing that we can assume was that Winnie did go outside at some sorts mm-hmm. and then had come back in
3: mm-hmm.
0: and just was properly just sitting there because there's no way she was left <laughs> in that condo. It's just not possible. <laughs> But after about twenty minutes, um, and like I'm sweating now at this point, I'm in a tuxedo <laughs> driving around. Hello, Winnie, <laughs> Winnie! Like now, I'm the crazy brother. Like people probably can't, probably can't understand what I'm yelling because they don't know what I'm look, looking for a dog. And I'm like, Winnie, where, where are you? You know, like. <laughs> so anyway, Winnie's And If fine.
1: anybody needed a drink at that point, it was I, you who does. I was drink. literally
0: going to break my three-year sobriety right there. And, uh, <laughs> I considered it because it was so, <laughs> so stressful. Oh, anyway, we got up there, and in, in, in a true wedding fashion, nothing's ever on schedule, so no. we were fine. But yeah, um, I'm going to mom. So this is something that was special too. That a lot of people, I guess, we didn't articulate well. Was that you actually did the ceremony?
1: I did. Uh,
0: so if it's okay with you, I'm going to actually post. I got about five minutes of it. Okay. Um, are you okay if I post it? What you said the yes. actual thing? Okay. Yes. I only got, I couldn't, we had some technical issues up there, but <laughs> so I don't, if the audio is bad, it's not going to mm. be in the show. Um, mm. But if it is, I want you to be able to hear my mom's ceremony or speech. What do you call it? Like one, Ceremony? Yeah. It's a ceremony. That yeah. she gave for my, uh, for my sister and her husband, John. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say this too, is that if you're a certified fan, I hope that you'll go check out the certified fan Facebook page because my dad gave his speech that we had talked about on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. But he couldn't make it all the way through it. Couldn't make yeah. it through. It cried, cried about yeah. three fourths the way in. Um, yeah. What what made him so emotional? I couldn't figure out like like where he cried didn't really make sense to me of like why he got so emotional right there. Do you know why he got so emotional? I,
1: well, I do because he knew what was coming next, and what was coming next was why um, he felt we feel so uh, loving towards John and how good he is to Maggie. Oh. And so he was, you know, joking with John about the first time they met and how he won at shooting and he wasn't sure if John had let him win and all that. And he said, but we are the real winners to have you in our family. And then he went on listing, you know, several things that we love about John. Yeah. And so he knew what was coming and I knew what was coming, which is why Maggie said to me before it started, she said, Mom, you go up there with him. And I thought, well, I don't I have anything to say. Yeah, this is the father yeah, but of the bride's you knew. Food, here it comes. Right? Here it but comes. Then my
0: it, dad My Dad I know plays really hard, but he's actually a giant softie. So he like is.
1: oh my gosh.
0: He was all got super motion. You can go watch that. It's about about five minutes and it's on the certified fans page. Um, yeah. because the, the reason when he started crying, it was, he cried during a part he talking about how they had to reschedule because of COVID. I'm like, is he upset because they had to reschedule it? I'm confused <laughs> on what he's actually crying about right now. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was a really great speech and that's on the certified fans page. You can go watch, mm-hmm. um, go watch that over there. If I can clean the audio up enough, cause I was just mm-hmm. filming it on my phone. I will insert my mom's wedding speech right here. And if you don't hear it right here, that means I couldn't clean it up. And that's, that's that. So, mm-hmm. uh, if it's here it's right here Mm
2: -hmm. let us pray O gracious and ever-living god you have created us male and female in your image look mercifully upon this man and this woman who have come to you seeking your blessing and assist them with your grace that with true fidelity and steadfast love they may honor and keep the promises and vows they have made through Jesus Christ our Savior who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel of John. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as i have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love i have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete this is my commandment that you love one another as i have loved you here ends the reading and now i would like to share joel's words um, from an article that he actually wrote in 1994, but it seems so appropriate for today for Maggie and John. (laughs) I can do it. (laughs) The true bonding between persons is one of intention. It has nothing at all to do with blood or biology. Intention is the gift of your heart to another. Such a gift has no necessity. It cannot be commanded. It does not come as an obligation. It is like daily bread. It is a gift of daily duration that is renewed with the rising of the sun each day. I will love you again and stay with you today. These are the words of intention. Of course, the daily words are spoken out of a deep awareness of a future for you and the other person reaching to the edge of time. But we must speak or feel the attachment, the bond, every day. The most spiritual reality of our lives and of all human life is the intentional bond of attachment. It is the bond of marriage. It is the bond of friendship, parenthood, and childhood. Intention is the bond between you and God which ties you each day to your Creator and Redeemer all the way to the edge of time. So, Maggie and John, God has blessed your love for each other and may it be your intention to renew that love every day of your life. You've come here today to reaffirm the blessing of God and your family and friends upon your marriage. I require, therefore, that you promise, with the help of God, to fulfill the obligations which Christian marriage demands. John, you have taken Maggie to be your wife. Do you promise to continue to love her, comfort her, honor and keep her in sickness and in health, and forsaking all others, to be faithful to her as long as you both shall live? maggie you have taken john to be your husband do you promise to continue to love him comfort him honor and keep him in sickness and in health and forsaking all others to be faithful to him as long as you both shall live will you who have witnessed these vows do all in your power to uphold these two persons in their marriage (laughs) Thank you.
0: (laughs) Maybe you just heard it. Maybe you didn't. I'm not sure. Uh, (laughs) All right, mom quote for today and we'll get out of here. We'll get more wedding stuff to talk about, but that's
1: okay.
0: um, We got time this week to get into it.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's about love. It's from Leo Biscaglia, who was a fabulous author on love. And he wrote, love is always bestowed as a gift freely, willingly, and without expectation we don't love to be loved. We love to love. Mm. And I just think that's so appropriate, um, you know, coming out of this weekend when there was just, we were just surrounded by love yeah, on so many levels. And it was such a joyous occasion.
0: Um, yeah. I'll tell you just a really quick side. I know I didn't quite know where I was going to put this in. Mm-hmm. I wanted to mention this somewhere and this, seems like an appropriate part. Mm-hmm. I felt a lot of love, you know, again, I don't, see our we we don't do a good job as a ex- family is like getting everyone together and maybe oh, we dude. do and i'm just not there because i'm just always no we
1: really you know, don't uh-uh.
0: um like i really that's one thing i really really was um in awe of um like when i used to work with people at channel 933 like they would always have like their extended families over like, like we're talking like this is my third cousin two times removed like right but like that's we john's don't, we family don't, <laughs> we don't do a great job of it. So no. like, I don't see a lot of my family, like my cousins and everything else all the time. Um, but I'll say that I felt super loved at Maggie's wedding. I'm going to make, make, make Maggie's wedding about me really quick. Mm. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize how many people listen to the podcast. It's funny, like like the whole family oh. listens to the podcast. So, oh yeah, it's uh, a lot of people, a lot of y'all. Um, yeah,
1: and Elizabeth was there. She listens yeah. every day at lunch. Yeah. She was lot, so a excited. A, and a lot of
0: you guys, you know, yeah. so
1: so special,
0: much appreciated. I did. I felt very loved being. there. I think everyone did. It was really was all things considered. It really was a great. Uh, great time on maggie had a good time and, yes um
1: and it would not have been complete without you so thank I did you i was on the ground for, for about the 30 hours but i know it was hard i know it was hard but <laughs> did it, it meant so much to us and i'm yeah. glad it now means so much
0: to you yeah there you go we'll talk more wedding stuff this week though all right uh, middle health monday here in just a couple seconds All right, get to mental health Monday in a few. Before we do, certified fans, hello. We had a goal of my mom's birthday month uh, to yes. have new uh, ten new certified fans, mm-hmm. ten new certified fans. It was going to hit our four hundred mark, mm-hmm. and that was going to be super exciting. Mm-hmm. Four hundred people that mm-hmm. um, had at some point been a certified fan. That's just <laughs> our overall number. Not they're all still there, but. Um, A lot of y'all still support it and we're really appreciative of you and uh, certified fans, people that can donate a couple bucks a month and really helps the podcast stay afloat. So I'm very thankful for you, for those, Mm -hmm. you guys, some of you guys have been here for a year and a half and um, it's really, really meaningful uh, Mm -hmm. and thoughtful and I really appreciate it. It is. Um, I, we do have, I think we have at least one new certified fan. We may actually have two.
1: Wow.
0: Um, I need to go and check this out though. I think Michelle, did we give you did we give Michelle K? Mm. Let me see. Michelle K. I don't know if we did yet. I think we have a two. No, I don't think we did yet. I don't So think we so. have we have two new certified fans that we're gonna celebrate today. Oh. Um
1: we can't celebrate which, one exciting. and then one tomorrow.
0: That's what I'm saying. Uh, I, sorry. Oh. Yeah. We're going to do. Yeah. Trust me. We got yeah. to spread these out right now. So we, we had <laughs> yeah. two new certified fans since our last recording, which is exciting. So, so thank you so exciting.
1: much. That means That's, we've had four in my birthday month.
0: I think so. So. Okay. Yes. Only
1: six more to go. Six to go. Four days my, to go. On my mom's
0: birthday, this is the day we oh, want yeah, you to six join. To go. Yeah. Six to go would mean a lot. It would be super cool. Yeah. Uh, our newest, or one of our newer certified fans is from Georgia. She's from Griffin, okay. Georgia. We are okay. very thankful for her. Michelle K. Michelle K is one of our newest certified fans. Thank you so much, Michelle yes. K, for being here, especially at my mom's birthday episode. Yes,
1: it's, a Georgia girl.
0: It means a lot. It's very special. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being uh-huh. our, one of our newest certified fans. This yes. episode is dedicated to you, and what a very special one that it is. And uh, for, for you, Michelle K., here is your official whoop-whoop.
1: Yes, whoop-whoop to Michelle K. Sorry, it's a little rough today.
0: That's our breakfast. It's <laughs> still quality, though. still quality. Uh, listen, today is my mom's birthday. If you ever want to support our podcast today, it would be a great day. And if you text uh-huh. the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, Uh, we can make you a certified fan today. We need six more by the end of the month. That's our goal. So, Mm -hmm. got a few bucks. Got a few friends to Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Um, tell your
1: friends, tell your (laughs) fan.
0: Let's see if we can do it. You got to manifest this kind of stuff, people. So, I think we can still pull it off. My mom's birthday month. We're we're manifesting 10 certified fans. We need six to go. (laughs) So, uh, if you just text the word fans, F a N S to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight, I got a message last week and I haven't gotten back to her yet. I've been so busy. Um, so if for some reason you text fans or anything to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight, and it doesn't shoot you a, a text back some, sometimes the cell phone providers, they don't, they don't work or whatever. You can always go in the show notes of the podcast or certified And uh, that's another way for you to join. Certified fans don't have to be just by texting. The texting, I feel like, is just the easiest way for me to get you there by saying, Hey, just do this. This is one simple <laughs> thing. But the show notes always has everything. So you can go and do that. Yes. All right. Um, one more yes. piece of housekeeping. Don't forget, next week we'll be off. I'm going to be here in Maryland. So we're, we're gonna going spend to spend the week partying together. partying
1: every day. It's birthday season.
0: That's right. <laughs> so uh, we'll be partying. And um, so that's just a little heads up for that. And other than that, I think. I think that's all we got. So, okay. all right, mom, that's going to be it for you. Happy birthday. I love you. Thank you, honey. Love you forever and see you soon again. On Monday, we do something called Mental Health Monday in case you're new. It's uh, my therapist friend, Leah Agiri comes on and we just, we break down anything mental health. And by the way, if there's anything you ever want to hear us talk about, um, things going through your head, through your life, through your situation, you can always email me, Kramer. No, that guy Kramer at gmail.com. Sorry. That was the work email address. That guy Kramer gmail.com. So what are you supposed to do if you're people pleaser? Um, I, I may fall opposite on the opposite end of that. I try to please no one. <laughs> 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 I may be uh, marched to the beat of my own drum a little too much, but I know that it's a real issue and it causes a lot of issues in friendships. It causes a lot of issues in relationships.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: Leah, what do we do with our people pleasing friends here? How, first off, how do you know if you're a people pleaser? And then if you, when you f- realize you are, what do you do to like take back your power? Or is it, okay? I got so many questions here.
3: <laughs> there's a lot My of third, questions.
0: There's a lot of questions. My third one's going to be, though, is it okay to be a people pleaser and just to be that way? And like, that, like, with the effects that may have on the situation. But we'll start with how do you know first?
3: So that's a great question. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, that's a good question. I think, I think it's like really kind of that compulsive yes man type stuff Mm, like
0: like you say yes before you even think about
3: it yep and like you like have a really difficult time like asserting yourself asserting your needs expressing your wants like you aim to get external validation or you know be validated by parents or caregivers or people in authority places or um social media followers right like it's like the seeking of external validation and also Usually, it's like I, I believe that it's a result of low self-esteem or sense of self-worth. So you're trying to seek, you know, accolades and like I don't know, compliments and like I remember I had a job um, <clears throat> shortly out of uh, grad grad school, and my supervisor. We, me and my friends talk about this now because we all that's how a lot of my friends and I met. And she was a great supervisor, but it was like so. Um, we just wanted to people please her so much cause we we're so insecure. These like new, new social workers. And we'd be, mm. she'd be like, we were killing ourselves to do the work and meet productivity. And the feedback was often like, Leah, do you have a clone? Wow. How are you doing? Like 90 something percent productivity. And like, that's absurd. Cause like we only needed 70 and that killed me. And I was like, th- but I loved hearing that. Like you like, so pe- love
0: people pleasing comes from getting the affirmation from the pleasing of other people.
3: Right. Yeah. And usually because like some like struggle with sense of self-worth or insecurities. Mm-hmm. and So, it's so like,
0: you, in, in that situation, you felt good because professionally, something you've always wanted to do, you were getting a ton of praise, but like totally. you were going, you're driving yourself crazy trying to get there.
3: Oh my gosh. And I was, we talk about this all the time. We were up to like 10, 12, 10, 11, 12 at night doing notes and like working, just like spreading ourselves so thin. And um, we loved the work, but like, it wasn't realistic, but we just strive to go way beyond what was required because of the affirmations. And because mm. we were in I think they were, we were like, they, I don't think it was always intentionally like our supervisors. I don't think she was trying to manipulate us, but I think like you got, you know, it was a really hard job. We were newly out of grad school. You're insecure as like a new therapist, social worker, and then you're just seeking that validation to be like, hey, sure. i like, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, so, what is is it is it a bad thing? I guess what's the the difference because let, let's take that employment for an example or let's take a relationship for an example.
3: Yeah.
0: Like what's the difference between being accommodating being versus being a people pleaser? Because couldn't you say, I mean, if I was going to look to to hire someone, right? Like do I want the person that's going to come in and say, "Yes, I want to work hard. Yes, I want to do this. Yes, yeah." Yes. Or am I going to find the person that's like no, that doesn't work for my schedule. No, that's not really what I want to do. That's not really, you know, like if I'm an, or even in a relationship, right? Like,
3: yeah, those are two very extreme differences though. Don't you think like, if you think about like either someone is going to work hard or someone who's like, just going to be like calling out sick all the time. Like, I think it's more, but, I, but think about it. Like, so say like it wasn't sustainable, right? Like I couldn't, none of us could do that job long-term because of how, well, they pay us really terribly out of grad school, but also because they work us so hard. So it's not even sustainable. So maybe they want the hardworking people, but do they want people that will like, you know, I guess diminish like in like, I don't know, chip away at their mental health for the sake of a nonprofit and I don't know. So we're saying
0: that you can't keep up people pleasing long-term. Is that pretty much the, let's, let's take it to a relationship now. Okay. For our relationship, people pleasers, you know, um, how do you know, that's
3: after a while
0: they're going to frigging snap. Right. I have to assume.
3: Yeah. I mean, like I think about like, I think a lot of people that are insecure and in relationships, especially newer ones, but, but also in long-term ones where you're, you know, changing your plans around for your partner or person you're dating and your, you know, um, just going, like going with whatever they prefer, right? Like right. you're letting them choose all the activities, letting them doing everything. Cause I, I mean, there's a give and take. So I think we do want to do things that our partners like to do. We want to have fun in these shared experiences, but also like if some, we're doing something we hate all the time, like that's not fair. Right. And right. That, and, but also oftentimes people, people pleasers will not like assert themselves or say, Hey, I actually really don't like sushi. <laughs> So like
0: why? But why? Because they want the affirmation. They want that positive yeah. feedback, right? So as yeah, long yeah. as they're saying yes, they're getting yeah. this. Oh, this. Oh, and, and then that person's like, oh my god, yeah, great, awesome. I, I love sushi too, and I totally love sushi. And then it's like, oh, this person's like, obviously wearing the same thing. There's no. There's no conflict here. Okay. Okay. This is all making sense here.
3: So it's also, and that's a good point you said though, I think it's a lot of times to avoid conflict. Right. So I think you're just like, I don't want to do anything that could compromise this relationship or make them like me less or like, you know, so I think a lot of say yes, then it'll all be good. Well, then what do you
0: do then? If you're listening now and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm a people pleaser. I mean, how do you even like break that cycle? Because I mean, most of you that listen to this podcast, thirties, forties, fifties, I mean, You've been doing this for a long time now. So how do you even like stop the cycle of being a people pleaser?
3: I think it's a lot of, I mean, God, it sounds cliche, but like self-reflection and like being like, okay, am I compulsively saying yes? Like maybe think about the last interaction with your partner or maybe at work and be like, Am I a yes man because I have the capacity to help and support, or am I a yes man out of impulse, or com- it's compulsive and I do it for the sake of getting validation? Lucy's very active today. I hear
0: reason. that. I hear, I hear the oh leash. No, I'm she's sorry. got a she's, lot going on.
3: She's drinking water and hydrating. So
0: that's good. It's um, very healthy for her.
3: Yeah. So, but anyways, I think you have to really think about it. Like, what's the what's the reasoning behind it? Is that of it? Is it out of anxiety? Is it because you Mm. you have the capacity to help? Is it because you feel like if you don't, you'll upset someone? And I think when you can think, okay, it it is out of you know anxiety. It's compulsive. It's not because I actually want to or can. It's just like out of fear. Maybe like fear based. That's a good insight into like, okay, this is something I need to work on because clearly. I'm not really thinking about my own needs and putting them on the back burner and that you're right. It doesn't sustain over time. And a lot of people are in relationships. I actually see this a lot with clients where they're married or in these long-term relationships and they start to, you know, recognize actually, like maybe I want to do this with my life or have these, mm-hmm. have these own individual values or personal goals. And maybe they're at odds with my partner, but then there's like a fear of voicing it. Cause then they, sure. you know, fear like fear of like what their partner will say, worry that their partner will, you know, like want a divorce or like I right. don't know. Like, Almost I, scared I to, it. but yeah. Yeah. I think
0: you also would have to be fearful of what happens if you are people pleaser the rest of your life.
3: Exactly, and, and you never get a chance
0: good. to really like enjoy like your authenticity, right?
3: Right. Like think about you. You talked about like being your authentic self and doing things you like for the sake yeah. of yeah.
0: And I didn't even would- know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly like post divorce that's what, i think I, I was part of the fear post divorce i didn't really quite know what i liked anymore cuz i was yeah. so used to just being like okay okay sure i just want to make her happy you know versus
3: right. so is that fear like, right?
0: yeah yeah like what would happen i don't want yeah it was conflict yeah con- i mean and I, and I wasn't like a huge people pleaser but i would still definitely go with the flow more often than than not you know the, yeah. the speaking my authentic truth just to like yeah. Keep her happy, you know.
3: Well, some, I think you're right. Like something was at stake. It sounds like, or like you right. think something at stake. So then you're like more inclined to to be passive or just complicit. Not be, not because you're weak, but it's like a lot of people do this in relationships because they want to avoid con- avoid right. conflict. Totally, and totally. And they see that, the yeah. And I think, the, yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of people that have seen, yeah, seen their parents get into these blowout fights, or they are if their past relationship was like really tumultuous. So then they want to like easy, you know. Like it's just a very easy sure. relationship where there's no conflict. But I mean, every relationship has conflict. So that's not really the answer is to be people Please. pleasing right. all the time.
0: Well, Leah's great and she's got a great ways that you can connect with her for stuff like this. I mean, I think your social media is great. It's really digestible, you know, like the, the Instagram, like yours like, oh, who knew? Look at that.
3: I wouldn't know you appreciate it because you leave sassy comments.
0: Well, I mean, there's a lot to be sassy about with you.
3: That's true. Well, that's that's for another episode (laughs) okay well (laughs) that's next week yeah so you Uh, can find me (laughs) on i'm i'm do you like this i'm I'm getting i'm like i want to hear
0: this i want to hear this professionalism here at the end okay ready yep (sighs) okay all right, you got it.
3: <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Your Modern Therapist, and I actually just joined a new app called the Haven app, where I do live Whoa. discussions on the things that Stephen and I talk about. Kramer and I talk about often.
0: Whoa! What is this? I didn't even know about this.
3: Yeah. Haven
0: H A V E N.
3: Yeah, clearly someone's not actually looking at my social media. I don't media think that I knew. Probably because we weren't friends at the time. Maybe not. But. We had a,
0: we had a rough <laughs> couple of weeks.
3: But, um, yeah, so it That's is great. Cool. Free, free yeah. Well, how do cool. you, well, how
0: do you find that one? What's like the way to, so you download the, <laughs> the app and do what?
3: The link is actually on my, um, Instagram page oh, on in my, my bio. Girl.
0: She's so professional. Modern
3: therapist. It's in the bio and you can click it. And I do, um, in October, I have two free. And so a lot of the live events are free and then you can join and they have a providers from, you know, mental health therapists like myself to nutritionists to, um, like people that practical mindfulness, like, uh, you know, everything, but, um, you can just then join a Haven if you like, and you pay a little bit for a subscription, but until, but everything else is free. So nice. I would highly encourage you to join. Yeah. You
0: know what i was just thinking about is I would love to fill our voicemail up with happy birthday messages to my mom for this week. If you feel so moved, would you like to call my mother? I'm sure she would love to hear these and let's fill the voicemail up with Happy birthday messages, love messages, everything, because everybody, you know, I even me that's not a big birthday celebrator, you know. I mean, I, I like it. It's so funny. It's like I don't like to make a big big deal about my birthday, but then nobody mentions it. I am like, Haha, no one loves me. But I think it'd be kind of cool to have a week's worth of voicemails for my mom's birthday. So, listen, if you'd like to say happy birthday to my mother, let's do that. Eight 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 Kramer 888 Kramer eight. Call us, leave us a voicemail. We will fill up the voicemail this week with your messages, okay? And if you're a people-pleasing person, then do this. <laughs> All right, I love you. Ask my mom tomorrow. See ya.
1: Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.